It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, her name, her name, oh, her name. What a name! You'll be just. You're gonna be so happy you when you hear my name, didn't this you? name. Uh, no, I did uh, not. Uh, Very rude co-host. Uh, I absolutely remember your name. Um, but uh, here, mm-hmm. I'll give you the trick. Yeah. That, um, okay. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> no one is around you. Uh, uh, the listeners Say are here. I'll do a podcast with you <laughs> if you ain't running game. Uh, how did that song end? Was it who just... else are you recording podcasts with, Tim? We're all here with the listener. It's me, you, and uh-huh. the listener. <laughs> Catherine Cogart, uh, everyone. Okay. Catherine Cogart. Hey, great to be here. Great to be here. Great to be named. Uh, <laughs> It's just I don't feel like I exist until someone says my name. Sure, that's yeah, that's the trouble with um introductions on podcasts. Being a cartoon character, yeah. Yeah, also that. Sure, you're uh, you're 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 the Daffy Duck and Duffamuck, Duckamuck, just being erased and rewritten all the time. Duffamuff. Enough of Duckamuff. That's what I say. Enough. <laughs> oh. Buddy, buddy, oh pal, oh mine. What are we? Um, what are we going to talk about this week on this show? Where every week we pick a topic, topic, and then we talk about the topic. Uh, I thought I thought uh, we could take a, a dip back into the past. Um, humor from a bygone era. That era being our childhoods. That's right. We're talking about jokes. Uh, all those, all those street jokes, dad jokes, child jokes. Uh, a lot of knock knock jokes you're going to hear. Um, and I thought maybe we could uh, take a look. And uh, maybe maybe this is a working brunch for us. This is this is a new concept mm-hmm. I'd like to pilot: the working brunch. <laughs> well, um, I've brought my legal pad, yeah. so I'm all ready to go here. So yeah, so maybe we can do a little reworking. Figure out like what do we like about these jokes? What don't we like? How do we want to redo it with our new skewed perspective? Wow. What what character is this that you're doing now? I'm just a radical guy who likes repunching up jokes. Hey. Okay radical guy tell me about your childhood skateboards skateboards off oh skateboards um skateboards <laughs> yeah that i was really into those skatebird toys in the 90s you mean pogs yeah there was almost def- i almost definitely had a pog that had a bird skating on it <laughs> i don't see how they're you know i mean they're legally mandated to have a pog like that <laughs> they are legally mandated yeah the pog corporation very angry birds Mm, yeah, I can see that. Hey, do you know? I mean, I mean, hey, go ahead. Were Pogs the original Angry Birds? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Glad we solved that one. What was your question? Well, I was gonna say we we can save more of this discussion for our episode on Pogs, that I'm sure is coming in the uh-huh. future, or birds, uh, or birds, or women, um, <laughs> or bird women. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but um, I, perhaps one difference between Pogs and uh, and Angry Birds was were Pogs actually like a good outlet for like artists to get out their work? Because it seems like yeah, they had to get so many different random things onto these cardboard circles 
perhaps it was actually like a good way to make a you know a little money on the side if you're a, a visual artist. I mean, I think the answer is an obvious yes. Okay, well, now that that's settled. Uh, see also our our future episode on pogs. Um, so jokes, jokes, jokes. Catherine, I got a joke for you. Yeah. This is it. Okay, tell me a joke. This is this okay. Is, this is the big one. Why did the chicken cross the road? Oh boy, to get to the other side. So, this this works on multiple levels. Uh, I guess. <laughs> what do you mean you guess? I don't know. I guess. So I, for the first time in my life, a few years ago, I realized that one version of the joke is that it is an anti joke, and that uh. It's just like, oh, yeah, the chicken went across the street because the chicken went across the street. And so we're playing with the uh-huh. form. Another version yeah. is that, like, it's it's a double entendre um, because <laughs> this the, uh, the chicken is getting killed as it goes across the street. And the other side yeah. can mean, you know, uh, crossing over with Jonathan The Edwards. afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crossing over with Jonathan Edwards. You remember that? <laughs> Yes, I remember the cold reading master, Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, talk about a joke. Um, so, uh, I guess I, I've always had an uncomfortable relationship with this joke. I do not remember the first time I heard it, but like, I think because as a kid, you're like, just not. It feels to me like the quintessential kid joke. Like, you know, kids are yeah. passing this joke around all the time, but. That's weird because you have to have knowledge of the joke form to even appreciate it. Yeah. Does this joke glorify suicide? Uh, I think maybe it does. Was there a rash of suicides Mm. that appeared after this joke was first released? This like emo chicken (laughs) that's crossing the road. Um, You know, but like, I think there is some utility and like there's a joke where there's another secret layer that you get years later. Mm. Uh, I think we spend too much time trying to protect children. I think children are much more resilient than we give them credit for. Um, while I wouldn't advocate to let, like, to actually, like, cause harm to a child, I think that kids, like, bounce back much easier than re- adults do and, like, are actually much more able, able to handle difficult themes, especially about things like death, um, than we give them credit for. Yeah, I think it's actually disturbing to many adults how able they are to handle it because they can't. I think it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't. You know, every child is snowflake, but um, they uh, they often don't um conceptualize that they too will die, and so they're just like, ah, oh, they're dead, um, ha, or whatever. Death is a thing that happens to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Okay. So you're advocating for let let the children explore, including in the world of comedy, literature, um, what have you. Is that is that your stance? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think that, um, though I do think that, that, like, I did not get the to the other side until kind of l- later in life, now that I'm almost dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think there's, like, a lot of value. There's, like, this joke grows with you, you know? That's true. You get to take and carry this joke through your life. Yeah. I mean, who knows what other layers we're going to come up with. We're going to uncover about this joke as as we continue our journey through this um, crucible we call existence. <laughs> so, uh, no no room to punch this one up. What do you think? Is there is there anything we can do here? I feel like it's it's. Is it the perfect joke? It, they're so it's so efficient that I'm not really sure there's anything to dig into. Like, yeah, I got nothing. 
why did the chicken cross the road to one-up Frogger? Mm. No, that's not very good. Why did the chicken cross the trail? Could the chicken cross other things? The train tracks? Why did the chicken cross himself? Yeah, uh, because he was very religious. Mm -hmm. Religious. It's a Catholic chicken. Why did the chicken cross the Corleone family? (laughs) Is that something? (laughs) Oh, yeah, because the chicken has a death wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, the chicken wakes up and there's a horse head next to it. And it's just like, I don't even know why I owned a horse. <laughs> <laughs> what use would I have for a horse? <laughs> a cockle doodle do. It's actually a rooster the whole time. Mm. Well, a rooster's a kind of... Ch- yeah, okay. Yeah, I, well, I that, that gets into the whole bevy of... Uh, there are children's jokes that are based off of this joke. I think this jo- this joke has so many layers because it already yeah. assumes you know all about jokes, and then it's like, ah, here's here's a crazy twist them joke, and then people, uh-huh. you know, kids will often go from there and work from that um, mm-hmm. to be, yeah, like you know, uh, why did the chicken cross the road because of Frogger or what have you? Um, yeah. So I, I mean, perhaps it, perhaps. I, I think we should leave this one alone. I, I still feel uncomfortable with it, but I think that maybe is a Why productive chicken lack of comfort. Floss the toad. Uh, I I just I'm the setup person. Oh, I'm the punchline okay. guy. That's, that's <laughs> this is not how jokes work. This is you know we do a sort of a, a you know absurdist infotainment improv show. Uh, you and uh-huh. I. Um, yeah. But that is, in many ways, antithetical to the kinds of jokes we're talking about uh, today, <laughs> because... These jokes, like, perpetuate misinformation? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying chickens don't cross roads. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know, but jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, too. All right, tell me a joke. Tell me, tell me, tell me uh, like, a joke from your childhood. A joke from my childhood? Okay. Um, why is uh, six afraid of seven? Mm, why? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, good read. Good read. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I like that joke. That feels that feels like a good one. I I, I love the... The little surprise of like, oh, it's numbers and uh, a scary story. Yeah. Is there any other time that you can count and then it means something? Uh, let's see. What about the number four? Um, three, four, five. Yeah. If you're if you're getting three for the price of five do- for five dollars, you're buying something. <laughs> oh, sure. Why did why is six afraid of seven? Because three, four, five. <laughs> is a great deal it's a great deal and seven <laughs> really like you know uh shoulder checked six in order to get to the tickle me elmos at that deal yeah because it is black friday mm-hmm. the scariest of fridays <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah one and two i think also maybe uh zero one two zero one two three is that anything can you imagine a sentence there I love this game so much where we count at each other and then we think, is that a sentence? <laughs> uh, let's see. 15, 16, 17. Does that mean anything? Is that in your English language? 
Does that translate? <laughs> I, I would suggest this is probably how Nostradamus came up with anything. So I think this is what it's like if we ever talk to like if robots become sentient and then try to talk to us, they'll be like 2021, 22, and we'll be like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, except then we'll be because we we are sense making machines. We'll be like, uh-huh. yeah. 2021, that was that C-Lab Adult Swim Show. I enjoyed that. Maybe there was a 22nd uh-huh. episode. Uh, maybe, maybe this is like a um, that Star Trek episode where they all talk in metaphor or about, you know, like things that had oh, happened yeah. in the past. And so they'll be like, 2021, uh-huh. 22. And you're like, episode of 22 of C-Lab 2021. Of course, the time that a squid came. Yes, I would like squid with dinner. You know, like. <laughs> the time that a squid came for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a C-Lab episode, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of sounds like if an episode of Growing Pains was an episode of Sea Laugh. Does yeah. that make any sense? Uh, yeah, because it's like no. a fun sitcom situation, but sort of in a Sea Lab environment. Uh, yeah, which I guess was sort of what... Oh no, the squid is coming for dinner. <laughs> Where will we serve? Calamari, a dough, Oh no, laugh. Yeah, well, I don't think that often happened in, in a lot of those... My boss is coming for dinner. What will we serve? Oh, I just stewed up this boss. Oh, no. Not Uh, boss dinner. You see the cigar and the tie kind of looping in the stew. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Olives for eyes. Uh, Yeah, well, well, olives for eyes. Well, maybe. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Here's one for you. I'll I'll give you one, then we'll go to the break. Uh, okay. the setup is horse walks into a bar and then the bartender says back on encyclopedia brunch talking about jokes so a horse walks into a bar the bartender is about to say something but then the live music starts up because it's impossible to hear anyone in any bar ever yeah because bars are really difficult places to have conversations Uh, why do we do it so often you know how we always complain about how like so it's unrealistic good sitcoms like they're they're fancy new york apartments and they're Mm. like i am a waitress uh, I, what bothers me is like when they always go to bars and they can always hear each other. Yeah, it's it's just, uh, yeah. Have we talked about this on the show before? Because I feel like if you were to ask me, like Tim, what bothers you? Um, <laughs> my number one <laughs> problem like would be number four on your list. Yeah, it's it's, it's loud motorcycles. Uh, oh, and then it and then it's this, um, mm-hmm. and then global warming, I guess. Um, well, climate deniers. Yeah, it's just you know, it's 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 a different way of being angry. It's more of a slow angry, you know. Why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, to get away. Because it from... wasn't that warm. Because <laughs> climate change isn't real. 
Uh, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, we're back to the climate denying uh, jokes or the conspiracy yeah. theory yeah. joke guy. <laughs> so horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, "Why the long face?" Boom! Uh, Man, I cannot yeah. believe I did not rig up a rim shot for this uh, episode. <laughs> oh, I mean, you always have reggae horn. Yeah, we'll always have reggae horn. Oh, goodbye, reggae horn. Um. <laughs> So, uh, let's see. I got a couple more of these walks into a bar jokes. How about, uh, uh, keeping it short and sweet? How Man about, walks in. Like, Let me tell my joke. Sorry, Tim. Man walks into a bar. Ouch. Yeah, I love that one. Solid. I think that's the perfect joke. What were you going to say? I, I didn't want to. I mean, I, I would like to f- try to fix the horse joke. Okay. Um, how about this? How about we do a couple more walks into a bar jokes and then we kind of that'll uh-huh. give us a, a flavor for the bar joke and then we can play with that. Does okay. that sound good? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. This one's a little longer. This one. Uh, so uh, uh, a rope walks into a bar. Um, a lot of these jokes really depend on there being like objects that are just like, you know, it's a surreal world. Um, <laughs> so so uh, everything is a lie. Yeah. Um, rope walks into a bar. Barnard says, well, we don't serve rope in this bar. It's a racist bar. But like specifically for objects. Again, it's a surreal life. It's it's yeah. Um so uh, you know, the rope goes back out and he kinda flips himself over himself and you know, he ties himself up in like a big bow, and then he just like starts rubbing his head on the on the parking lot, like on the asphalt, and just like getting himself like all roughed up and everything. And then he goes back into the bar and uh Fight club rope. Yeah, it's 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 intense. <laughs> This rope is so metal. He's really dealt with a lot because, again, he lives in a surreal world where all objects are alive, but people are racist to other kinds of objects. <laughs> so the bartender says he sees this guy walk back in and he's all tied up and he's all like uh, messed up. And he says, aren't you that rope that was just in here? And the rope says, "Frayed not. Eh? Frayed oh, not. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, metal that is fucking <laughs> metal yeah i think i we maybe should have scored it underneath with just like you know just some wailing guitars um <laughs> let's see uh oh you had one about a sandwich do you want to tell the sandwich one? Oh yeah what was it it was more racism uh, oh yeah okay i've remembered the joke now um so a sandwich walks into a bar, and the bartender looks at the sandwich and says, "Oh, we don't serve food here." Huh. Uh, uh. Don't these jokes immediately take you into the world of the joke? And you're like, like for example, you talked about this racist, this racist bar. Like I immediately like feel empathetic for this dejected sandwich. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't want chips. I would like a gin and tonic. <laughs> I'm a 22-year-old sandwich. No one's going to eat me. I am of legal age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That so that reminds me of uh, this joke's uh, this joke's a little longer, but it's um, it also takes place in a bar, uh, and so basically it's uh, if you've heard this one, don't stop me. Um, but uh, All right, mask. <laughs> uh, so this guy's in a bar and he walks up to the bartender and he says, "Hey." Uh, I'll give you, or was it? I'll bet you fifty dollars that I can pee into that glass at the other end of the bar. 
And the bartender and so goes, like, in what universe do you take this pet? Yeah. <laughs> like, best case scenario, you've won $50, but you have to clean up some guy's pee on your bar. <laughs> Basically. Uh, but the bartender <laughs> is curious and, like, you know, I don't know. He's been putting up with drunks all day. And um, he's like, I really going to pee 50 bucks, you think? It's closing time. That's why. He needs um, to get everybody out of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guys, uh, you know what? 50 bucks, there's no way you're going to make that. It's like 20 feet away. Like, you know, you wouldn't do that in the best of times and you're pretty drunk right now. Uh, so, you know what? Fine. Let's do it. Go for it. 50 bucks. Put it on the table. So the guy puts 50 bucks on the bar and he pulls out his penis and he just sort of starts spinning in circles and peeing everywhere. And he doesn't get even a drop in the glass because it's, you know, far away. Uh-huh. But he basically just sort of coats everyone and everything in the bar. It's um, a fun helicopter, sure. Yeah. And uh, the bartender goes, you didn't even get anywhere near the glass. This is my 50 bucks. Why would you? Uh, you just lost 50 bucks. You and now you've dummy. peed all over me and my patrons. And then. I'm sure I'll be hearing about this on Yelp. Mm-hmm. Well, so then the, the guy uh, who made the bet says, yeah, but that guy over there bet me $500. I couldn't get you to let me pee all over the bar. Ah! Uh, he's a, he Look takes it. He's a scam artist he's, making 450 smackaroos. So, uh, yeah, so it's a net win. It's it's sort of a joke about arbitrage. Um, just sort of like financial <laughs> management. Um, <laughs> but I feel... I like that there's kind of a trading quest element <laughs> to the joke. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a Zelda game. Yeah. Well, here's your big Goron sword. <laughs> well, there it is. All right. Yeah, and get extra bombs in this bag. Pretty good. Um, awesome. Now I'm going to go beat the water temple. <laughs> uh, Link so, is such a drunk. I feel about that story uh, kind of the way the sandwich uh, story makes you feel. Where I'm just like, ugh. Just pee everywhere. Like what? Yeah. What world is this? Like make any sense? It just like I feel a little gross now. Yeah. yeah. A part of me was in that bar watching that happen. And yeah, and when I first heard this, like someone first told me this joke, as you know, I must have been ten or whatever. I just remember like, wait, what? So he just he just pees? What? Like from the very first part of the joke, where the guy's like, "I bet I can pee into that." I like it doesn't click because my brain. I'm like, that's not how the world works. Okay. Can we change it to a separate stunt mm. uh, that we would want to see? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I've probably heard versions of this joke that that maybe replace it. Uh, yeah, we could do a uh, we could do beer. I mean, you just say, "I bet I can shake up this beer and kind of spray it over there or something." Okay. Yeah, uh, I bet that I can get that cute dog to come over here. Can we can we make that one in? Can we can we make it about thinking about how cute dogs are? Uh, I, I mean, maybe. I mean, let's play with it. I feel like that's losing a lot of the let's elements of the joke. Talk about cute dogs that we've seen. Yeah. But I, I, it feels like the joke has good bones, and maybe we, if we tear down most of the parts of it, should the joke okay. be in a bar? So many of these jokes are in oh. a bar. Maybe this is right. Like, yeah. A guy walks into a library, asks mm. the librarian. Where's the romance novel section? Yes, I'm a guy who reads romance novels. What of it? I'm breaking down stereotypes. Right. And and then she... That's the joke. 
okay. This feels like a why the chicken crossed the road kind of bit where you're like, <laughs> I shall not make a joke, and truly that shall be the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, why did the chicken cross the road is kind of the original anti humor. Mm. You into that? You like that? A little bit, yeah, I do. Feels I don't know. I I, I really go back and forth on anti humor because done well, it can be very good. And other times you're like, uh huh, I get it. Like you didn't make a joke. No one, you know, they don't give out the Nobel Prize of Literature for not writing a book and making you go, whoa. Because truly, the truest literature is living our lives. <laughs> I mean, they did kind of do that to Bob Dylan. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but no, I take your meaning. I don't think my library joke was a very good joke. Mm. But, um, you know, I think that you got to take your swings. Um, sure. I feel that firmly. But, like, um, I think that anti-humor, it's a much harder art form than we often give it credit for. It's true. I mean, I think uh, I think Comedy Bang Bang can do it quite well, and they can do it quite poorly. And, like, yeah. and they're, they're yeah, extremely they really skilled. Spectrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Hmm. Okay, so let's come back to the horse walks into a bar. Do you want to try to make it a cute dog walks into a bar? Uh, yeah, an adorable dog walks into the bar, and then the bartender says, oh, you're so cute. Would you like a dog treat? And the dog can't talk, and it just pants, and then he gives it a dog treat. And then the bartender pets the dog, and then the dog enjoys being pet. Um, and then the dog leaves the bar, and, and then continues on its doggy way. Our joke's good, Catherine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we... I mean, you know the thing about camping? Uh, what's the thing about camping? It's intense. Oh, yeah. It's pretty pretty intense, yeah. Uh, so no is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we like jokes anymore? I, I, I don't know. Now I'm starting to feel confused. <laughs> I feel like I've broken you. Maybe I sort of want, like, just confessional, like, Mike Birbiglia-style confessional stories with a humorous bent. Maybe jokes are yeah. down. Yeah. I think I just want stories about people, dogs. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's what I'm getting from you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got a joke for you. Mm-hmm. I got a joke. Um, What did uh, Zero say to eight? Uh, what did Zero say to eight? That's such a nice belt for your dog, and your dog is so cute, and I love your dog. Can I pet your dog? Hmm. Eight has a dog now. Wait, eight is, is a eight dog. a dog? Why is why is eight wearing the dog's belt? Um, no, it got he got his dog a belt because the dog wears pants. Eight's dog wears pants. Okay, but how does the dog wear the pants? With a belt. The belt would only make sense if the dog wore pants on its hind legs. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Okay. Uh, hmm. Knock, Don't knock. ask me how going to the bathroom works for the dog. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who is there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. I excuse. I'm sorry. I have to talk to this first person. First banana, are you still there? Yes, have hello. I'm already? holding. Yes, hi. 
Hi, hi. Uh, what is the reason for your visit before I let you in? To be honest, I was sort of just dropping in. I wanted to say hello. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, come on in. Second banana, you stay here. I'll deal with you when you're done. Third, what? I'm guessing also a banana. No, no, you go away. I have no this, interest in uh, you. Second banana here. Second banana here. I will not be ignored. I came for an important reason. <laughs> that that top banana, as you call him. <laughs> He's just like coming in, getting everything. He doesn't even have a good reason to be here. Me, I have important things. I'm trying to, banana I is am trying to save you money banana. on your taxes. And you are just <laughs> just like blowing me off. See if I try to do you a favor. By the way, by the way, your kid rolled a ball out into the street as I was walking up to the door. And I not I only got the ball, but I, I stopped the kid from dogs. going out into the street. I and I just like, I and uh, two bananas. And one of them's a jerk. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange, you glad this joke's over? <laughs> it was, Orange, you glad I got rid of all these obnoxious bananas? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And scene. Um, so, um. Oh, angry banana neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to help out i really felt slighted um well first banana's timely sorry yeah. we don't need to relitigate this oh, boy um i mentioned this because it seems to me in looking up like all the knock knock jokes that i remember are mm -hmm. are also playing with the form like like oh where are the jokes that are just jokes i don't even know if they exist anymore like maybe we're too advanced man like i can't think of a knock knock joke that isn't like the banana joke or the interrupting cow joke. Uh, what 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 would a knock knock joke even be? I feel like I'm going crazy. Like, what what is a regular knock knock joke? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> isn't that? I mean, okay. Um, uh. Yeah, that's right. Well, why don't you think of one? We'll I, come I back know. in a moment. How I about don't that? Have anything. Let's let's try to let's try to develop a regular knock knock joke, and we'll be back in a moment on Cyclopedia Brunch. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch, joking it up, having some laughs. Just a, just a fun time. We don't have our phones with us, so we got to do something. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Etch. Etch who? Bless you. <sighs> well, that's my response to that joke. Um, <laughs> that's good. I, okay, so my question is... is that's how you know it's a good joke. If someone sighs in an in annoyed way, uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, a lot of these a lot of these jokes are the kinds of jokes where, like, if heard in real life, you're kind of like, uh huh. Like the best you're gonna get is, oh yeah, I see that. But if a kid told you this joke, you'd be like, good joke. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> you're doing it. You're becoming a human. 
Um, do you think is is that playing with the former or not? Is is the point of knock knock jokes to get you to say a word like who? Yeah, you know? that's yeah. what it is. A word that ends in ooh. Yeah. Okay, so it's not just a vessel for saying like um, first half of a word, second half of a word. That's not it. It's it is trying to like put who into the. Yeah. Okay. So I guess what are what are some punchlines? Pikachu could be one. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, who? Uh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Yeah, I like that show Doctor too. Doctor Who, come with me. <laughs> uh, you're my new companion now. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. I, I kind of start to do immigrant. Song, I do like honestly. the idea of telling someone a joke, and then at the end of the joke, you have to do some like mouth yodeling <laughs> for like a minute. Commitment. Oh, this is a joke. This is actually a joke <laughs> that involves mouth yodeling. Go ahead. Um, so two whales walk into a bar, uh-huh. animals walking into bars. We know this. We know how this goes. Yeah. And Bartender uh, says, we don't serve your kind here. <laughs> no, then the he bartender is the Nazi flag universe. <laughs> this is an accepting universe. This is okay. an utopian universe where uh-huh. whales are respected and loved. Good. I like this. one. Uh, yeah, it's a much better place. Uh, and so the bartender says, hey, whale, what do you have? And the uh, the whale says, And the other whale says, damn it, Jerry, you're already drunk. <laughs> you know, you, you, you have told me this joke before. I, so many of these jokes I heard from my yeah. teachers, my dad, other kids. This one I heard from you like two years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> um, I like jokes that involve a lot of mouth yodeling. <laughs> Oh, well, here's one. Knock, knock. It's all yodeling. It's mouth yodeling. Yeah, tell me. I mean, who? I mean, who's there? Uh, little old lady. Sorry, nobody ever comes to the door and I feel a little bit awkward. Like, ah, uh, maybe I should just pretend I'm not here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But you're here. Little old lady who? Uh, you know what? I forget the actual punchline of that one, but it does end with little old lady who. Like, that. it's, it's yodeling. Oh, okay. That's why I told it. But I don't actually remember how it ends. I'm sorry. That was a uh, letdown. That's okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm starting to come to a place now. Uh, th- this whole episode has led me to a weird sort of mental crisis about jokes. Um, it seems like there are jokes. There are jokes that are puns. There are jokes that are subverting the framework of a joke. And yeah. then there's observational humor. And I'm not really sure what else there is. You know what I think is happening here? I think, um, you know, if you say a word too many times, it stops sounding like the word. Mm. Yeah. It just sounds weird to you. I think this has happened with the concept of humor for you tonight. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think we got to get a good night's sleep, come at it again tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably the plan. We'll, we'll come back to humor. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So nobody say anything funny into, for the whole week. What we're saying is no funny business. <laughs> All right. It's a plan. All right. 
Sounds good. Uh, now to focus on dour things. Well, I guess dogs are nice. You know, just sort of nice, humorless things. Yes, dogs, humorless. Humorless dogs. That sounds fun. Sounds cute, Aww. you know? Yeah. He just, just can't take a joke. All right. Well, thinking about that, that's Catherine Kogan over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye.